<laughs> Hello, Goon Squad and sports fans. We are back. Yes, it is that show featuring those goons. We're going to be talking about bad NBA mascots, Coach Prime Time, some bets and some other stuff. And welcome. It is my brother's an idiot. We're running a little bit shorthanded today. Maybe we'll have a couple of the other goons jump in. Maybe we won't. Uh, Muti has a big day tomorrow, so he has hit the rack early. So he will not be joining us. We may see the other two. However, we are graced by the wonderfully talented, my sister-in-law, Duchess Bobby. What's up? Hello. I actually have some sort of sportsy type stuff to talk about tonight, too. Like sports ball stuff? Yeah, like when they move the thing to the other thing, and then they get the points. <laughs> I mean, that loosely defines a sport. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a thing. I mean, that could even define Quidditch if you're thinking about it. <laughs> right? That could be all of it. That, that could very well be all of it. Someone yelled goon, and I can't see who it is. Who yelled goon at us? Let me see. I usually have it on my phone and the comments aren't coming. Up. Uh, Facebook. User. It just says Facebook user. Facebook so it's user, somebody yeah. who is. Well, hello, Facebook user and goon right back at you. <laughs> uh, next. Yes. Oh, it's toaster. Oh, it's a toaster. Hello, toaster. Thank you for joining us, sir. Right, toaster does love the goons. Mm. Uh, he is an honorary goon. He's he joined is. us in Vegas. So. He is part of the squad. Super goon. <laughs> oh, there are no, no super goons. No, you're not super goon. No. Uh, no. That's Jenna Gajewski. Oh, it's Jenna. What's up, Jenna? She and I work together. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then, Jenna, you can get super goon status, but Toaster does not. Yes. Jenna is absolutely a super goon. <laughs> Well, thanks for popping on. Yeah, awesome. The next and certainly last but not least, he is the Kaiser. The Yeah, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> murdered her last name also. <laughs> he is the Kaiser, the man we named the pod podcast after because he is indeed an idiot. Ladies and gentlemen, I summon him, my brother, Goo. Fred, I am back. Hi. I think she was actually giving me credit for actually saying it correctly there, buddy. No, no, you did not. Gajewski. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> who, who will look stupid if you don't know how to pronounce your friends? Oh, yes. he did. You got it right. Well, see, when we worked together, she had a different last name. So My... Uh... <laughs> One of my shticks on this show, you know, I wear many shticks. One of them is going to be the, the guy who pronounces names weird. Yes, you are that guy who absolutely mispronounces oh, Right. Also, Which is more fun effort. when Anna is involved because she always asks you, how do you say that name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what's going on, bud? How you doing? Oh, good. You know, I'm just living the dream, man. Ready to talk about some sports balls. Sports balls. Hooray, sports balls. 
Well, let us kick this pig, shall we, ladies and germs? Toaster found us on Twitch. There you go, Toaster. Good job. All right. Pig being kicked. Uh, let's start with the NBA bracket and the worst mascots in sports. I took a look at this thing last week, and I decided since we're doing it every other week uh, on this broadcast, if we did, we'll get to that. That's coming, I promise. We're definitely going to hit soccer for the first time ever on this show. Uh, I looked at it and decided if we were going to do this bracket, one matchup a week will get finished sometime in 2024. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to move it up a little bit. So we're going to hit two of them this week. Uh, first up in the next matchup, we have the Wizards versus the Knickerbockers. The Wizards versus the Knickerbockers. Uh, Mark. Men with giant sleeves versus pants. <laughs> Who you got as the worst one? Well, I mean, pants are pants, and I don't like pants, so I, I can't really be on the side of pants. Uh, I am a shorts guy, or, you know, at home, I'm not a shorts guy, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, honey, everybody knows you like to be naked. <laughs> so I'm automatically going to go with Wizards, plus... There's also that whole, uh, I mean, the, the, the wizards are, you know, they're wizards. There's that whole Fantasia Mickey Mouse thing. You got to go with that. You know, uh, all the wizards and Harry Potter and all that stuff. Those are fun. Pants are just pants. Pants are pants. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of on the same wavelength there. Uh, no one ever made Knickerbockers look better than Payne Stewart. May he rest in peace. Uh, I am going to go on the side of the Wizards on this one. And before we ask his opinion, let me also introduce the newest member of the squad. Hey, and before I actually talk about you, Tank, uh, I did figure out that there is a name for our actual relationship. We are co-brothers-in-law. That's the actual name for the brother-in-law of my brother. Really? I did yeah. not know that. That's I had to Google that shit. Cool yeah, we are co-brothers-in-law. That's kind of wild. <laughs> Actually. Oh, no, not man. Hank. Frank. <laughs> that is not Frank Hank. That's just the tank. Frank the Tank. Hank the Tank. Yep, the newest member of the squad coming from the Extreme South Southern Command. Tank, what's going on, brother? Oh, uh, just had some getting on the thing issues, but we're all good now. Awesome. <laughs> we were worried it was children issues, but... Technology is a lot easier to fix than an, you know, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Oh, yeah. A little bit easier. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, Tank. Yes. We're talking about NBA mascots again. This week, uh, we were doing two at a time each, each uh, broadcast. So, the first matchup, we're talking about the Wizards versus the Knickerboxers. Knickerbockers, easy for me to say. Mark and I are both on the side of the Wizards. What say you? And it's which one's worse? Is or is you correct? Which one's worse? Correct. Hmm. Yeah, which one's worse? We're we're both saying that the Knickerbocker is the worse one. Yeah, I mean, do what is a Knickerbocker? Technically, technically, they're underpants. So pants versus wizards. <laughs> yep, I think I'm gonna it's, go with wizards on that. 
Wizards are better than pants? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> definitely better at fighting than pants, I'm assuming. No, that's true. Yeah, there, there is that thing. They can, like, cast fire. Plus, wizards and, don't wear pants. And they do the whole, what is that, exfoliation. What is that? What is that thing? What they do? <laughs> Expelling hummus? Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, if you... We talked about it last week on the Nerds Cast. I've seen half of the first Harry Potter and half of the last Harry Potter, so that's a, the extent of my knowledge. So there you go. All right, so it's a between wizards and pants, robes you can't get tire tracks in from your ass. I don't know. Um, I think you probably could. I mean, if you sit like, the right you sit way, sit on it wrong. Yeah, like the dress yeah, like it goes up your bum. That's true. All right, so Knickerbockers are going to move on uh, let, and let <laughs> us do just the same and move on. Uh, staying with the same theme, we are going to talk about uh, the other team in New York, the Nets, and they are also taking on something magical. It's just the magic, the Orlando magic, ladies and gentlemen. Tank, I'm going to start with you. Uh, who moves on as the worst mascot? Nets, which are apparently terrifying, and magic. All right, so the concept of magic, so it's not magic itself, or I don't understand how is how is this supposed to be? You tell me, bro. If it was the concept of magic, then I would assume <laughs> that magic would be better than a net because it's a net. Can the magic act upon I'm itself? I don't. I don't know. It kind of has to be cast. Yeah, so if okay, there there we go. So if it's the concept of magic, then the net wins because without someone using magic, then it doesn't do anything. Unless you're in the realm of magic, such as like in like through a fairy ring or something. Well, we're in the in realm of nightmares, so I don't think magic that is just present and affects all things without being cast. But that would require us to go into whatever Fey village that magic just exists in. Okay, this isn't the podcast we were doing last week. You've got magic in this hand. You've got nets in this hand. What's the connection? I think it's going to be a net because technically magic can't act upon itself. Magic needs to be cast. Nets need to be cast in order to get fish. 60% of the trash in the ocean are fishing nets. Therefore... Nets are worse than magic. Magic has no uh, uh, byproduct that's bad for the environment. Unless it's like blowing well, up stuff magic. I don't know. You should ask Harry about Harry Dresden about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to read, so he can't do that. Nets oh, are worse gotcha. than magic. I think Nets has to move on. I believe that I I'm going to get a clean sweep. And we are going to go with Nets being the least and worst mask. Got least terrifying and worst mascot because you know it, wizards can cast magic and the day one ish so whatever well that's gonna it's be an fine. interesting debate are they gonna go against each other in the next round uh no it'll be nets and knickerbockers in the next round i think damn <laughs> oh yeah that's right we're doing worse damn yeah we're doing worse so there yeah. you go got that set up for next week we'll talk about or in two weeks maybe you guys might have to do that one without me i think i'm up in the hills Oh, no, I'll be back. I'm leaving next week. Awesome. All right, so let us talk some NFL football. And we won't spend a whole bunch of time on this, but, Mark, the Denver Broncos are terrible. I, I, 
I haven't seen offensive talent this bad in I don't know how long. I mean, we're on our third right tackle, second left tackle, third center. Uh, there's no one that can take the top off the defense. Our running back is a 10-year-old or a 10-year veteran who gets three yards in a cloud of dust, um, who I like. I mean, I love Latavius Murray, but he's just not that guy anymore. Um, do we just flush the season? Here, The biggest problem is, yeah, there's a void of talent. You, you said something about the offensive talent. But there's not much. There's There's also the issue of this is the worst points per game an NFL team has had since the twenty the two thousand season. Nobody scored fewer points in twenty two years than the Broncos have this year. It's it hasn't happened in twenty two years. This is a historically bad team, and so what it, it I do think that there it, it is time to flush the season. Now what that means is nothing. I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. I don't think they're going to fire the coach until at least the end of the year. I don't think that move is going to happen before the end of the year. If they would have done it, they would have done it during the bye week. They're already taking things away from him and giving him dummy boxes so he can pretend to talk to the quarterback. Russell Wilson has no confidence in anybody around him, so he's just throwing the ball all the fuck over the place. Uh, it, it's it's awful. I mean, your top two wide receivers have been hurt. Uh, Cortland's been a no-show. Okawebunam can't see the field. Uh, the the only real bright spot of this team, besides Latavius Murray's resurgence, has been uh, Dulcich, the tight end, the draft pick. Those have been the only two bright spots on this offense, but a tight end and a 30-year-old running back, it, it's not going to make the season. You, this offense thrives on the run, and you can't run the ball when you give up on it, when you're in the shotgun all the time, and – when you're down by eight, 17 points in the fourth quarter, you just can't, you can't rely on it. It's terrible. And now the defense is giving, giving up a little bit. You can see them kind of snapping. There's lots of reports out there about players being mad about Russell Wilson. I'm only mad about Russell Wilson because I think, and I said this at the beginning of the year, I'll say it again. They, the worst mistake this ownership group will have ever made if they're still the owners in 10 or 20 years would have been giving Russell the money before they even saw him play. Well, you had to know that that extension was part of the deal. Uh, Russ never would have agreed to the trade if he wasn't getting the extension. So uh, it, it, when the trade happened, it was lauded wildly and widely. You know, everyone said, that's a great move. You're getting a, a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, someone with some mobility. Um, all around good character guy, and it just hasn't panned out on the field. Um, you know, I, I agree. I think we flushed the season to just kind of watch it play out and bet the under and <laughs> move on. Tank, what say you? Um, kind of piggybacking off of what uh, Mark said, I'm leaning. I don't think it's as much Russell as the fans and media are going at him. Yes, he's having his issues, definitely. He's had some accuracy problems. He's seemingly been kind of confused about the offense a couple times. But I don't put that on him. At least the confusion aspect. He ran a... Well, I mean, it's kind of a basic offense, but he ran an offense for the entire time he was in Seattle. 
without very many issues. And to see him having the problems that he's having, that leads me to believe that he either doesn't understand what he's supposed to be doing or he's incapable of what he's supposed to be doing because of what's around him. You said we are, are missing our top two receivers, and that's sort of accurate. Cortland Sutton coming into this year was supposed to be our top receiver. He was supposed to be terrible. And he has had multiple drops almost every single game. A number one receiver shouldn't have five drops in a season. He's had, he's been averaging like two a game. That's, you can't work with that as the starting quarterback when your number one receiver can't catch the ball and you don't have number two or three and they just lost number four and now they're on five and six. So what are you guys supposed to do there? And with, with the running backs, once you know, you're on you're on running back number four and five at this point with Murray and uh I guess Mac technically because Boone's injured, Redmond's injured, Javante's out. What is what is the expectation here that he takes this non existent offense and makes something happen? <laughs> That, that, that's what makes me question that it seems like this is a coaching issue more than anything, and then it's just horrible luck or horrible training, whatever led to the injuries, but that needs to be fixed, and you can't do that's not on Russ to fix that. Yeah, and I think that I think yeah. there's a case to be made that you know Russ isn't right. Uh, he's been battling the hamstring all year, he's got the torn muscle in his shoulder, and I don't know about you. But I've never heard of a torn muscle just not being a thing anymore. Like that you tear a muscle, it's going to hurt for a long time, um, and that's in his throwing shoulder. Um, it's got to have some impact on its accuracy. I don't want to, you know, give him necessarily the injury out, but it's got to certainly play in it. Um, Bobby, you got any thoughts here? Uh, basically, you guys have said all the stuff that Mark and I talked about of just this weekend uh other than i can't remember the guy who specifically told russell wilson right now the broncos are painful to watch oh yeah mike cliss mm. who's yeah the one of our i guess basically the lead writer for the broncos yeah did you yeah. hear that in the interview yeah yeah he's, he asked russ like, he's like you guys are no offense but you guys are just dreadful to watch no he yeah. said painful yeah he said that they are painful to watch. And I feel like that is completely true this season. It's one of those things where if we didn't have red zone, we wouldn't watch the full Broncos game. We, we'd find yeah. out what to do. To kind of put that into common thread, uh, there's a guy on YouTube, uh, Brandon Perna. He does a show called That's Good Sports. Yeah. And he has done his weekly updates on the Broncos because he's from he's a Broncos fan, and it's on the I believe this it's the new 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 worst game I've ever seen because it's been getting worse as the season goes on. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, and I if you guys remember who to reference, I can't remember it. I'd like to give him credit for it, but the jabroni on TikTok who every week looks sadder and sadder as he goes. We are now in week 12, and Russell has seven touchdowns, and he has 12 bathrooms. 
Right. So, <laughs> you still have more bathrooms in your house than you have touchdowns on the season, Russell Wilson. And every week he looks more and more defeated. Like, I don't think this bit can go on another week, and then it goes on another week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, we're not going to fix it. It's not going to get any better. It, it's just going to play out the way it's going to play out. And I think we spent too much time on it today. So what do you say we move on? Hmm. Unless anyone else has anything earth-shattering to share. Uh, not about the Broncos. Okay. Awesome. All right, let's I'm talk about some about Florida. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on to some predictions. So we've got a clearer picture of what the contenders look like in both conferences. We'll start with the AFC and Tank, I'll start with you. Give me your top two or three AFC contenders that might end up in the conference championship game. Okay, so one of them is fairly obvious, I think, to everybody at this point, and that's the Chiefs again. Because it's extremely obvious to you, too, because you have to deal with the super fan almost every day. Yeah, two of them usually. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. Uh, I was going to say, and you wear the hat, but I don't think that's the Chiefs hat. Tonight. No, this is the other team that sucks, but did win recently. So <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs are the obvious one just because they seemingly – their defense is getting better again at the end of the season. They finally found a running back that is consistent. And Kelsey, at this point, you can't even just say he's the best tight end in the league. He is the best receiver in the league. 100%. He mm. catches basically any pass that's within five yards of him and turns it into a 10- to 20-yard game. Yep. I know yeah, Jordan or Justin Jefferson's right up there, but well, I'm, I'm not gonna, okay. Obviously, yes, Justin Jefferson, but that's because he's freaky talent. But can you doubt? Can you dispute number two? Who's number two? Now you tell me what your number two is. Oh, you mean as far as yeah, receiver, as as Kelsey? Yeah. yeah, it's Travis Kelsey. It's okay. Travis Kelsey, second best receiver in the league, and he's a fucking tight end. So I don't know. Um. God, number two is hard to – it's one of two teams, three teams, and it's basically whoever wins the AFC East. Unfortunately, it because – It's be one of two teams, but I'll, I'll agree with you. I, I, I know the Jets are not as high up on most people's list, but you, God – I mean, seemingly the one thing they had that was a problem was Zach Wilson because they brought in Mike White and just dominated. So – Whoever wins that division, whether it's Dolphins, Bills, or Jets, I think that's going to be your other AFC championship contender. Don't forget about the Titans now. I mean, that is a tough brand of football they play, and they've got just enough passing game when they need it to get somewhere. But that, just that running game and that defense is just nasty. They they could do some damage in you know December in the playoffs. They they could, but they showed the framework already how to beat them, and that's pile up on Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill to win the game. Like he He's decent, but he's not going to win a game. Derrick Henry runs that offense. If he's not going anywhere, they're not going anywhere. They that's, Look at what happened with them against Cincinnati last year. That means roughly the same team. 
Yeah, it hasn't changed. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but I I don't know. I just that that group just looks so talented. They they do lose big, but when you're when you're talking about November and December football, it's all about the running game. It's all about the defense, and then finding passes. It's you know that's just the way it almost always is, and almost every season you know there's very few exceptions to that and so that they have the the best formula for me to you know to for that the buffalo bills would be a nice story but they can't run the ball um josh quarterback in football right now that's not saying anything but they cannot run the ball and that's going to get them some trouble especially in december in buffalo when there's 10 feet of snow on the ground and your two best receivers are under 511 well, and you're in your you're, you're you have a huge point because their best ability of running the ball is Josh Allen. Yeah, Singletary can be good if they design him some stuff to actually get out of the backfield, but they don't. So, if there's a way that they could get Singletary open a little bit more, maybe they could develop a running game because I'd say that's the only thing that's wrong with that team, honestly. Agreed. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say it's going to be Miami out of that division. And they would be the team, I think, that would probably play Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Um, you don't want to call them under the radar, but I think they're not quite getting the amount of due that they're owed. Uh, Tua can throw the ball. Tyreek's a game changer. Uh, Waddle is a fantastic number two. He would start on any other team in the league. Uh, and they've got the coaching piece nailed. Uh, oh, yeah. Miami is absolutely terrifying if you have to play them. Uh, they're multifaceted on offense, they're good enough on defense. Um, you know, it, it, it's Kansas City's game, I think, to win because you can never count out old Patty Mahomes. Um, you know, Mark, you said that Josh Allen's the best quarterback in football. I think right now it's Patrick Mahomes, and it's um, it's it's not one and one a, it's one and two. Um, as as good as Josh Allen has been, and that's not to take away from his game at all, but Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and you took away his best offensive weapon, and he's like, okay, fine, we'll just do it this other way. With, well, it's not like they took off his be- best offensive weapon and gave him nothing. No, you're right. He still had Kelsey. Um, the starting running back going into the year is now not the starting running back. They've got this Isaiah Pacheco guy, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire isn't even seeing the field. Um, right. But they've no. got their receiving core is a group of twos and threes. Uh, and everyone thought with Tyreek off of this team to take the lid off the defense that it was going to be really tough to find any space, especially underneath for Kelsey. And he, to Tank's point, he's just making it hard for everyone to, to even tackle him. Uh, we may be seeing the best tight end ever play in Kansas City. Uh, and that's a whole other debate. But yeah, it's uh, a big I, statement. Yeah, we, we might be. I mean, we'll have to see how the end of the season looks, but this might be the greatest season that tight ends ever turned in. Um, yeah, in my mind, it's it's Miami and Kansas City, and it's going to be in Kansas City. Uh, Mark, you got anything else you want to add to the AFC? No, I mean, you took you took my my whole coaching Miami thing because, you know, every time I get a chance, chance to uh, mention Miami's head coach, I'm going to say that because that was my guy for the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't think Baltimore's got it. I think they're they're you know they choke they too hard. Yeah, and they're, they're they're this is not the best team that they've had. Um, you know they're very good, but that that AFC uh, North division is very very weak. So um, yeah, I mean Kansas City and then everybody else. I I would agree with you that Miami's the number two though. Yeah, and they are like you said, they're flying under the radar quite a bit. Like they're getting a little bit of notoriety, but not much considering how dominant they've actually been. Well, I, I think that goes to where they're playing too, right? They've got Buffalo in that division. The Patriots are always going to be the Patriots um, yeah. be, because of what that organization is. And they're just not going to get the attention of those other two organizations do just because of not, their. Not only that, stuff. but you have to remember the Jets are in New York. Yeah. Who always mm-hmm. get so they're gonna get they're gonna get attention no matter what just because it's a New York right. audience. Well, and it helps yeah. that they have the Milf Hunter on their team. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's move over to the NFC. And Mark, I'll start with you. Who are your NFC contenders? Yes. Um, I whew, the NFC is a little bit of um, I'm trying to think. It's not gonna be Tampa Bay, although that the rest of that division is garbage. Um, uh, da, 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 nobody in the West really scares me. The um, East, there's a couple teams that could go. You know, uh, obviously Philly's the favorite. The coaching there is just the best, and those those players have all bought in. I mean, it's it's insane, and they've got. <laughs> it, you talk. You want to talk about weapons? As long as they can stay healthy, that that team is just fucking loaded um dallas is it's funny because i think they're a quarterback away um and a few defensive pieces but <laughs> uh they're i don't think they're a quarterback it's kind of like the denver situation a lot of these quarter overpaid quarterbacks are just not doing well look at you know aaron Rodgers. you know it comes back and he's just fucking awful you know, Russell Wilson's having a down year tom brady gets his money and now he's not really all that he just looks old uh, it, it, I'm just saying, you know, in generalities, Dak Prescott's not as good as his contract, um, but he's a good Cowboy quarterback and he keeps his mouth shut. So I guess that's good for them. Um, I, I don't know. It's Philly and then everybody else to me. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that really scares me. Minnesota a little bit, but not really like scary, scary. They just have like, they've put together some really good wins but if you put them in prime time, they're going to lose because Kirk Cousins can't do anything that's outside of the uh, uh, one o'clock Eastern window because he, that's just what his clock set to. So OCD, he can't. It's just in his mindset that it, that's what it is. It's and it's not the bright lights of prime time. It's absolutely his OCD that fucks with him. I uh, I can't believe you're just going to wash over San Francisco like that. You know why? You know why you forgot? Because everybody's sleeping on them? Yeah, because as good as they are, they are the most boring. They're more boring to watch than Denver. Yeah, but they uh, win football I, games. They win. <laughs> they win, but it's boring as shit. Have you they've, watched they've the 49ers the game most, this year? They've got two of the most exciting players to watch. Which is they're, wild that it's so boring. Which is right. <laughs> Did you watch their game against New Orleans? Oh yeah, jeez, and that's game plan, right? That's that's Baby Shanahan doing his thing, just doing what he yeah. needs to do to win the game and get out of there. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Mark, I agree with you. I think it's Eagles one, and I think it's going to be San Francisco number two. Uh, they're the only team, I think, stacked up good enough, uh, especially defensively, to match up with the Eagles. Tank, what say you? Uh, I can't believe you guys are sleeping on uh, Kurt Thuggins. Kurt Thuggins, you know, his, his grill that he's been going to be getting in and uh, listen, you know, shirtless with the big old chain and all that stuff. I don't know. No, that, that offense only works when uh, Justin Jefferson works, basically. Even at this point, Dalvin Cook cannot be relied on, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, that team, unless they're firing on all signals on defense, that team's going to get smoked by somebody in the playoffs. Um, it's the Eagles. It's the Niners. Eagles are number one. I really wish they had Jordan Davis still. Um, that'd make me think even more so, but that running offense is bananas. How good it is. Mm -hmm. It's absurd that they can just dominate so aggressively on the ground and then still have decent enough receivers to with uh, Brown and uh, Smith to let it fly when they need to, you know, that's, that's absurd. And they're, they don't have the best defense in the world, but they have a defense that keeps them in the game. And sometimes that's what you need. You know, you just need a team that's not going to break. Um, and then, yeah, San Francisco, I think at this point uh, with everyone getting healthy again, that's going to be a hard offense to slow down once they get in rhythm. Just with the raw talent they have. And yes, Jimmy's not the best quarterback, but you know what he does do? He wins games. You know what else he does? Make mistakes. <laughs> He's been doing really well lately, not making those mistakes. But, and that's know, the biggest thing. For Jimmy G at some point. Well, and he, I think he had a couple rough games earlier in the season, but Seemingly, he's doing exactly what he needs to do, and that's getting the ball to the, you know, field of superstar talent that he has, and just letting yeah. them make something happen. Could you imagine San Francisco winning the Super Bowl this year, and then you're stuck with Jimmy G as your quarterback? I, 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 I have always thought that the Trey Lance thing was a bad idea. To be honest, me so. too. I thought it was too, too. but <laughs> could you imagine that you're, I, you know, you're, you're the general manager. You're the head coach of that team and you're stuck with Jimmy G. <laughs> how, how can you consider yourself stuck with a guy who won a Super Bowl? Uh, they don't want him. I That's know how you're stuck with him. I, I, it's clear, but he's winning. They've got a legitimate shot to win the whole thing. Um, at some point, you know, these are smart football people. You'd think they'd turn around like, Oh, I mean, this is what we got. Um, well, seems yeah. to have worked well, this year. Yeah. I think it's they, they don't, you know, it's not like they're going to, it's not like they're going to bury him on the depth chart. They can't do that because he's already played there. But yeah. the problem is, is they don't want him there. It's kind of like when uh, Tebow was winning football games and they kept handing to Elway, just being all fucking pissed off in the booth. You know, they're, they're going to have to give Jimmy G some money and keep him around if he wins the Super Bowl. It's just what they don't want to do when you spend the number two or number three draft pick off Trey Lance. They need to get what they can for Trey Lance and get out of it. Mm-hmm. I agree, but that I'm just I just think it's funny if you're in that situation as San Francisco, you can't get rid of a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And they well, don't you want can, but it's a bad idea usually. Bad idea. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, uh, real quick around the horn, Sandog, you got anything you want to add or you just want to give dad kisses? 
Uh, Tank, hit me with your two teams in the Super Bowl real quick. As of right now, I'm going to go with the obvious picks just because that's it seems that way. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Eagles. Oh, that'll be a fun game. Brother versus brother. Yep. Mark, what do you got? Gaussies. Gaussies. I'd watch that game. That'd be an entertaining as fuck Super Bowl. Oh, God, that'd be amazing, yeah. I I hate to break ranks because that sounds awesome, but I completely forgot about San Francisco and I feel bad about it. So San Francisco versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Do you think San Francisco gets it this time? No, no. <laughs> I'm only saying that because our mother-in-law may be uh, watching. So. <laughs> I also will get a break ranks, right? I am also going to break ranks uh, and straddle the line a little bit, and I'm going to go out on a limb and call it Miami San Francisco. Um, Ooh, that'd uh, be a good game too. That'd, that'd be, be a good great, game. It'd be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I love me some Tua. He's one of the best dudes on the planet. Man, Miami versus Philadelphia. Sounds <sighs> Miami Philly, yeah. yeah. Miami wow. Philly would be good too. I mean, the, the matchups just the the storylines write themselves. So. All right, that's enough about the NFL. Let's move on to some college football. couple of big games over the weekend and then some news. Uh, Mark, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but Ohio State got blowed the fuck Woof. out. First time you know, they lost to Michigan in the big house since 2000. You know, you have to give some credit to Harbaugh because he's been trying for 732 years. He's like fucking Napoleon going after the Russians, man. He finally got one though, and uh, it's you know this. What, what was it? He's he's zero in like fourteen against Ohio State. I uh, beat him last year, didn't he? Or was it two years ago? He's he's won two of the last three. Okay, okay. So, it, but I think those are only two that he's won, right? Right. right. Yeah. And, and Michigan. And that's all that matters if you're a Michigan run. head coach is if you beat Ohio State. Right. True. But you know, it was it was. I, I can't believe Ohio State laid an egg like that. That's that's what blows me away. Is it? They just didn't show up. Yeah, it was a it was a close game. Uh, we actually had to step out and run some errands, and Ohio State was up, come back, and they're down by twenty. Tank, yeah. did you get a chance to watch the game? What'd you think? That was a little bit of a wild game, to be honest. I didn't. I thought Ohio State was going to be more competitive, obviously, heading into the second half. But well, that Michigan team looks good. I mean. Uh, I don't know if I trust either of those teams now to actually win at all, but I mean, yeah, you can't say anything else. Like Michigan dominated. Like it was. What do you? What do you? They thoroughly destroyed that offense in the second half. So I mean, yeah, they look good, and finally. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, they were good last year too, but you know they were really good last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look Ohio, a lot better this year. Yeah. Holy Ohio, shit! Ohio State now needs a miracle by Purdue to even have a sniff of the playoffs. Uh, speaking of playoffs, 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 USC and Utah, the Pac-12 title game, and Oregon had a chance to go, and they were up big against Oregon State and the Beavers, chopping wood. Tank, oh, did you watch God. this one? I could not believe how that game ended, to be honest. But that's Oregon. They, for some reason, every single year, 
choke a dumbass game away. And that's exactly what this was. They they were the better team. I know Oregon State's ranked this year. They're usually ranked somewhere during the year. But Oregon, for some reason, cannot help but shoot themselves in the foot at least once a year. That's like Georgia used to be for 35 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's, all, well, that's what it was. I think Oregon was the better team. They just, for some reason, didn't feel like finishing the game, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, it seemed you get a like. chance to watch it? No, um, but it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> just Pac-12 doing Pac-12 things. Yeah, soon to be the Pac-4. All right, that's <laughs> enough of game talk. Let's talk about the big news around here this week. Uh, it came out in a report uh, just a few days ago that the University of Colorado Buffaloes have tendered an offer to Coach Prime Time, Deion Sanders, and is uh, reportedly actually considering the deal. Um, I, I don't want to get into will he, won't he. Uh, Mark, would what do you think about a Coach Prime coached Buffalo team? I mean, I think it's great. Um, the number one problem CU has as an organization besides just, you know, just being bad with money and, and hiring dog terrible, shit coaches. Yeah, terrible head coaches is they can't even recruit their own state. And if you bring in a name like Prime, you're going to be able to recruit your own state. Uh, it's about the only way that you can turn this team around at this point. Uh, just look at everyone wants to go to California because that's where the big schools are. Everyone wants to go to Texas because it's the SEC or Alabama or Michigan because it's the Big Ten. That you see you is just in a losing position unless you get a game changing, you know, celebrity to run your program. And it's not like he's just an unproven celebrity. He's actually turned a couple of teams around. Um, I, you know, I, I had, I can't tell you I've watched any of his coaching or, you know, any of his games to tell you what kind of, uh, you know, coach he is. But you, you see him, and you see him talking to people. He's got the respect of all the players, and they all buy in because he's prime. He's like a, you know, he's like a reverend almost in football. I know he's not because that, that's sacrilegious, and prime is anything but a reverend. But he knows football in and out, and he's great at football, and he talks to the guys like he's one of them. And you look at what's happening in the NFL with, you know, Vrabel and all these other guys that are just, you know, coaches Saturday, for instance, you know, I know it hasn't worked out this last week, but the first week it worked out pretty well. Coaches and players respond to somebody who has played the game, I think, a little bit better than some of these other guys, like a Coach Hackett who has not played the game and has – it's, you know, just comparing the two. So I think Prime would be awesome to come to see you because then you can actually start recruiting from not only other states but your own and keep your talent around town. Tank, your thoughts? Uh, it's probably the best decision they could make right now. Just, I mean, they're awful. So, I mean, any type of functional movement in a positive direction would be great for CU. Because they've, they're just awful. Look at how bad they are this season. I mean, they're not great most seasons in recent history, but, God, they're getting smacked by 40 points a game right now. So they just look like different sized people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. CU is notably smaller than almost every team they played this year. And 
I just and there, and you're right. It's Dion's going to draw attention more than. Uh, yes, he's been a good coach for Jackson State, definitely. Um, and he's actually kind of proven that he knows what he's doing to a certain extent. They had an undefeated season. Yeah, and I mean that's huge. And part of that is they've been able to bring in talent from wherever he wanted the talent to come from. He was able to bring it in, and. CU needs that more than anything. You're right about losing. We lose a lot of uh, in-state players, definitely. But it with bringing Dion in, I think that'll also open up a couple more pipelines to you know some more prolific you know players out out of state. You know, coming getting people from Texas and California Florida. and Florida and you know. Get it, I think it'll be huge, honestly. If nothing else, I mean, give it a give it a shot. You might as well, right? You, you can't be worse than what we are now. We and to see you, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> so any uh, positive movement would be great. Yes, agreed. And there's there's a couple of things um, also to look at. One, uh, he got five star recruits to Jackson State. Now that's not a knock on Jackson State. That's a small football school, and he got five star recruits to go there. He can do that there. If he can get some five-star kids just to come see Boulder, just to see how that campus is gorgeous. I mean, the town's And then you mix in Coach Prime, it's a slam dunk. So automatically the recruiting gets better. Tank made the point that it's going to open up some other regions. I think he can recruit California well. I think he can recruit Texas well. I think he can recruit Florida very well. I mean, that's his backyard. Um it's going to automatically improve the talent coming in too. Uh, if the biggest thing I've heard in terms of people reacting negatively to this possibility is that he's only going to be here for a few years, then he moves on. Who cares? Uh, could be, could be, but now you've got the platform where you can bring in another name head coach who will actually take the job because you can't get anyone who's actually going to take this job right now who's going to be able to turn it around short of a miracle it's not going to happen uh you get him here for two years before he jets off to old miss let's say and he wants to go to the sec he's here for two years yeah two years well spent everyone's talking about cu i guarantee you they win more games i guarantee you that they are much better in terms of the transfer portal because i've already said we, you get in here, we will relax the transfer portal rules that we have At, because that's one of the things that keeps kids out is that the transfer portal rules are more restrictive. They're much more in line with the Stanford than they are in Alabama. So they're going to re- relax those rules and let more kids in uh, who may not be as academically inclined as what they think they are. See you. I got news for you. You ain't that school, bro. You're not that school. You're a great university. We love you. Yank Sanford. Stop you're, it. You're also not the best academic school in your state. <laughs> right, yeah. Colorado School of Mines has entered the chat. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen. My, Mines and DU. I mean, yeah, one, right? two right there. You're not even yeah. in the top two. Right. So, and now you've got the framework of, yeah, we can work with a coach. We can bring a guy in. And even if he's here for two years, now you've got a base and a foundation to work with. And now you can get somebody else who will actually take the job. 
Uh, it's good all the way around. I hope he does it. And in two weeks, hopefully, we'll be celebrating prime time. Prime all right. time. <laughs> Coach Prime. Prime um, time. Right. <laughs> oh, God. If you were here, <laughs> I think you just named the episode Prime Time Let's Ride. All right. Let's talk about the NBA. The Nuggets, gentlemen, are still really good. Uh, Jamal Murray is starting to look like Jamal Murray. I don't know if you guys saw this the other day, but no. the game against Houston, uh, he's in for 25 minutes. They don't even play him in the fourth quarter because they didn't have to. He goes off for 30-plus. Dude, Jamal looks good. Tank, did you have a chance to watch it? Yeah, they're they're looking good, and uh, they're looking good again tonight, actually. I don't know if you're keeping up with the game, but they're winning by 24 right now. There you go. But, uh, yeah, when that uh, – Jamal Murray is the piece that we've needed, finally fulfilling his role. And – because we needed that. We needed another scorer, and he's showing that he can do it. So, yeah, that's been a huge, huge boon. And even with the, you know, we, we lost a couple games when we had some players out, but still not bad. I mean, they were still in games. And then as soon as everyone gets back, they're just dominant right now. Dominant offense, good enough defense to, you know, slow some teams down a little bit and that's great to see yeah and they've got the right coach to teach that defensive philosophy because uh michael malone is definitely focuses on the defensive side uh mark the nuggets are number two in the current standings just a game back of the phoenix suns uh you know even without mpj nurse in the heel this team looks pretty good what say you yeah it's it's definitely an interesting team um I do agree with you that for his career, Gene Mingo was 96.4% on extra points. Hmm. And the reason why I bring that stat up is because I was looking at stats the other day, dot, dot, dot. And here's an updated one for you. Uh, I sent this to the group a few days ago. Um, if you look at the Western Conference, the, uh, the Nuggets are a game back of Phoenix – um, and their home and away splits between Phoenix and Denver are just fucking outrageous. Phoenix is 11 and one at home right now and three and five on the road. I think you just wanted to say Gene Mingo. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like you just met us. <laughs> <laughs> and the Nuggets are five and two at home and eight and five away. So, I mean, it, the eleven and one is just insane, and if the if the Phoenix Suns are that bad away, uh, that's not going to bode well for the rest of the season. The, the Nuggets look like they're the same playing at level at home as they are away, which is unusual for a Nuggets team. Usually, it's really skewed one way or the other. Um, so it's nice to see them have some balance between the road and away, or home and away. They haven't played that many games at home. But um, just looking at that losing record versus uh, eleven and one is just kind of like that's hilarious, you know. And, and I think it's interesting to note that yeah, Phoenix has this great record at home. Denver has played the least amount of home games so far, quarter way into the season. So no one else has 
uh, Portland has played eight. I think everybody else is at nine or above. They've played six games at home out of the 19 games. A third of their games have been in Denver. And so that seven. record is at seven. Huh? Five and two at home. They're five and two at home. Oh, I've got it at four and two with the thing I'm looking at right now. Sorry. Um, regardless. Yeah, yeah they, they've, they've not played many games at home and they're a holding serve away. Um, you know, you, you, you win two thirds of your game at home and split on the road. You're in the playoffs. That's all you got to do. And they're definitely laying the groundwork for that. Um, I dig what I'm seeing so far from the nugs. Uh, let's hope that MPJ is heel get better. Uh, moving on to some not so good basketball gentlemen up with golden state. Um, they just don't look like they can play defense uh if the playoffs were to start today they'd be in the play in not the playoffs this is not what we thought we were going to get from a golden state team going into this year mark what the hell's going on in san francisco you want to talk about splits holy shit so right now golden state is in the number nine position which means they're not in bad shape they are uh at uh they're playing 500 ball right now uh they are 11 and 11. Um, at home, they're nine and one. On the road, they are two and 10. Good God. Yeah, they're getting smoked on the road. <laughs> and you can't, mm-hmm. there's not really a disparity between home and away games there. It's like they're, they're playing just as many, literally just as many home games as they played away. But look at that split. That is. You've won two games out of 12 on the road. You're not going very far if you can do that because you do play 82 games and 41 of those are on the road. You're not going to get very far if you're only winning two out of 10 games. Yeah, a 20% clip on the road tank. Uh, that's not very good. No, not, not <laughs> really. I mean, if you could crunch the numbers real quick, uh, let me see see uh 10 would be 20 percent would be eight you're eight and 33 on the that's not good that's all. fucking brutal yeah they've had a very uh they've had a slow start i guess is the best way to put it when it comes to especially on the road um they're still scoring it just a mountain of points, but they seemingly, like you said, like uh, you mentioned, Matt, like that defense just is non-functional. Like even the games they're winning, they're winning like 130 to 120. Yeah. You know, it's, they're, it's, it's high scoring games like minus, I mean, when they played the Pelicans and got just dumpstered, but yeah, they just, their, their defense, seemingly their defense cannot keep up right now. They're shooting just as well as they always do, and you're going to expect that from that team. But they cannot slow anyone down on defense. The the scary no, part your, is though, point. there's you know the nucleus is there, and they've got a couple of young key players. The scary part is is if they figure it out, watch out. Oh yeah, it's still they, golden. If they somehow State. figure this out because it's still early in the year. They. Mm-hmm. They score a lot of points, and they they still have those guys there that can make the difference. They, I mean, just watch out if they figure it out on the road. Well, the only thing I question though is where's their defense? 
yeah, we know they can score. They've got they've got some of the best scorers in the league, but where's their defense right now? Yeah, Draymond, your problem is they, they gave is up 175 years old. Yeah, yeah. Draymond they, they gave up 40 points to yeah. Dallas last night in the first quarter. I mean, it was about as bad a defensive quarter as I've ever seen. It was terrible. Well, and Clay Clay has come back looking really good on the offensive glass, but you can tell he's not the same defender he was Who's before that? his is it no he's not doing anything on defense at all he used to be a he used to be a, an a-list defender and he's been terrible this year but yeah they have uh, they have no go ahead that, that's the i think the steady decline of an aging player uh fighting two injuries uh catastrophic injuries back to back right yeah he's um, just too hurt and he doesn't want to yeah. he doesn't want to do it again mm-hmm. so he's he's going to make his points and get his 30 points a night and you know, he's going to be that mid-30s fallback and make sure nobody gets around you so you don't get posterized. But if somebody goes and takes a jump shot over you, that's all right. Yeah, I don't know if it's a one-two as much as a can. Um, I just don't know if he's got the the legs to do it because defense is all about moving your feet. And if you can't do it effectively, especially in the NBA, is a young man's game. And if you can't stay with some of these young guys, man, it's just going to be rough. Yeah. All right, that's enough about the NBA. Let's talk about some degeneracy. Normally, we'd throw it over to Muti, but he's sleeping. So I will start uh, this round of chicanery and give you my own bet. We talked a little bit about Baltimore and how bad they look, especially offensively. Uh, They're playing Denver this week. The line's 8.5. The under is 38.5. Uh, Baltimore has not scored more than 20 points their last three games. I look at this as kind of a trap game. They've got Denver coming in looking terrible. They've got a rivalry game against Pittsburgh the next week. Give me Denver in the points and hammer the under. God, you're taking well, – I'm definitely taking that eight and a half. But Yeah, eight and a half is too much. Eight and a half is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that, that Baltimore team's good, but <laughs> they have their flaws too. Mm-hmm. Right, Tank, you got to bet. Get their quarterback absolutely fucking murdered. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little guy and Kyler Murray just running around, running for their lives. Holy fuck! Um, I don't know. I mean, for the Broncos game, I take the under, obviously, because holy shit, but. <laughs> I don't know how they're expecting 38 points between these two teams. Yeah. That's 20 um, to 19. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made the mistake of saying they might, you know, score three touchdowns in a game a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> nope. Proving that wrong. So, uh, couldn't even get three touchdowns in two games, seemingly, at this point. Um, yeah. I think you might be right on this trap. The Ravens are not looking good. And as shitty as Denver looks, they can't really get worse at this point. So challenge accepted. How are they going to get worse? <laughs> we have nobody on offense at this point. What's what? <laughs> right. We don't have any starters anymore. We, we have two starting offensive players and one of them can't throw and the other one can't catch. So <laughs> 
Oh, uh, don't forget the left guard who is not playing oh, very I'm sorry. well and hasn't for the last year and a half. So, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I see some. I see a very defensive game and potentially, yeah, the Broncos take the points on that. If you can get eight and a half, take that. Right. I've got a few for you. Go ahead, buddy. Start with tomorrow. Bills at Patriots. The current line is plus five for the Patriots. Hammer really? the Patriots on that. Take the dog on that. The line is at 44. Hammer that over, baby! <laughs> Hammer that motherfucking over. Packers at Bears. Pack is going to lose their ass because they suck balls. Well, and Justin Fields is like fourth leading rusher in the league right now, so that's not exactly good for Green well, Bay and their soft ass defense. Bears, Bears are at home and they're catching two points. So you got to take the Bears in that one. This is the first time we've talked about the Bears versus the Pack that I didn't reference this stupid song. Did you know that there's a polka called The Bears Still Suck? Yes. And that you shouldn't eat the fries at the holly? Yeah. And then the, not, the last one I want to talk about is Chargers at Raiders. This game is currently plus two for the Raiders. Please take the Chargers on this. Please. And hammer the under on that, too. 50 and a half points in that game. Jesus Christ. I think they're basing that off of the Raiders' ability to score. Oh, agreed. You know what's an interesting one, actually, is the Cowboys and Colts. How is that interesting? Please go on. That's a big. That's a big spread. Yeah. What the, is what's the number? <laughs> uh, last I saw was eleven. Oof. You know, if if Dallas can figure out how to get out of their own way and stop giving the ball to Zeke and just let Tony Pollard run, uh, that offense would actually look pretty good. Uh, but Jera is going to do Jera things because he's given all that money to Zeke. I, that that's that's too big of a number. Absolutely yeah. too big of a number. Do you think this might be a trap for the Cowboys? They lose to bad teams this year. Could be. Could very well be. Well, you got Ooh, Michael cool. Parsons roaming around and may tear Matt Ryan's head off. <laughs> right. Like he uses it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody else have any bets to share? No. No, all right, let's move on and talk soccer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, for the first time, I think in forever, we are going to talk World Cup soccer. The United States moves on to the round of 16 after the tensest nine and a half minutes in the history of men's U.S. men's national team and beat Man, Iran. That- one that nothing. nine minutes of extra time was fucking insane. God. It was like well, the longest six on five in any hockey game <laughs> I've ever seen. Like it, it, they just couldn't get a clear. And it was just pressure after pressure after pressure after pressure. And you could see the desperation in Iran's eyes seemingly as they were just relentless trying to get that, that goal. Because all they needed was the tie. They didn't even need the win. Yeah. Did you was... see the? Did you see? Speaking of World Cup, and this is just a little bit different take before we go on. Did you see all the Polish players after they lost Argentina 
celebrating because they backed into the fucking <laughs> next round. <laughs> hey. They lost 2-0 to Argentina, and they were all celebrating because Mexico only won 2-0, and Argentina only won 2-0, which means that Poland advanced. Yep. Which is silly as hell, but yes. So stupid. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was an insane game there, Tank. Did you get a chance to watch it? Uh, I watched a little bit of it, and this is actually what I've been saying. The only reason that the U.S. men's team is any good is because of motherfucking Christian Pulisic. Yeah, he's that good. Dude is dynamite on the field. Yeah. I I know that nobody we get no respect from most teams. Like that's fine. Or in general, yes, the men's national team sucks. But you cannot deny that dude's talent. He is absurd. And I don't think we're gonna get much farther. I'm gonna go ahead and say that just because you can't rely on one guy to <laughs> score all of your points, basically. So, <laughs> no, and you're not um, playing a pushover in the next round either. No, they had the Boy, Netherlands, right? Yeah, so their first yeah, that's, that's a good team. Yeah. For the, next, for the next three days, there's two things that I hate people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> well, and you saw Iran, uh, Iran tried to, Iran tried to get uh, USA kicked out because of the, the flag issue. Um, we were talking about Michael Caine moments <laughs> a couple days ago because we were watching the Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm. Just watching that guy act his fucking balls off, <laughs> surrounded by the fucking Muppets, dude. And like, I like every time I watch it, I'm just blown away because he's like literally, you know, like Tim Curry does the same thing in the Muppets Christmas Carol, but he's a little bit campier. Michael Caine is like 100% fucking Charles Dickensing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane to watch. You're just like, and there's Muppets singing and dancing around him, and he's just going fucking bonkers, you know, just acting his brains out. It's so great. Oh, anyway, sorry, you, you said that thing about the Dutch, and that made me think of Michael. Oh, yeah. I, I've been holding on to that one since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, uh, yeah, the other question I have is, can anyone define what exactly a pelvic contusion is and why I should be terrified if I ever get one? Well, it sounds is, horrifying. Is that what we're calling a knee to the nuts? Is that what this is? They just can't. It's that sounds bruise. like a owie boo-boo on your pee-pee. Yeah. yeah. Con contusion implies a bruise or a scrape yeah. of some kind. So Yeah. Like a uh, blood blister on your pee-pee? Uh, well, they're saying pelvic, so that could be anywhere in that you know, yeah. triangle. God, <laughs> yeah, hopefully doesn't have like a swollen testicle or something. Uh, I mean, he was That'll in the slow hospital. slow you down. Did, did you see the, I think it was on his Instagram where he was in, if not the hospital, some pretty uh, intense treatment facility with like an IV bag behind him. And it's like, we're going to do good. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I hope to God that you're okay just because you're a dude and no one should have to do have anything to do with a contusion on well, your taint. As the father to two young girls. <laughs> as a father to two young girls who don't know their own strength and have had swollen testicles before because of that. 
Yeah. Uh, I can vouch. I've got a five-pound dog that loves to hit me in the nuts. Yeah, uh, I can tell you, you just got to sit and relax for a couple days. That's all you're really yeah. going to do. Mm -hmm. well, in, in fairness, yeah. Julia has also testicles. Yeah, that's true. Julia has hit me in the testicles before. Oh, yeah. She has <laughs> kicked me very, very hard. That was the yeah. last time I was swollen, actually. It happens so often in this place that it's actually a verb. Being testicled is a thing. Solid. All right. Um, mostly due to the dog. Let's let's get off of that uncomfortable subject. Uh, gentlemen, throw it out here. What are the chances the USA wins the next game? I'd like to put that. I've done some calculating on this. I've really been thinking. Um, I hadn't really put it into a mathematical number. But if I have to do some, you know, crunching some numbers, I'd put that at a 33.3% repeating, of course, percent chance of winning. One in three from Abdul, the number cruncher. Well done. Uh, Tank, what do you got? I don't feel good about the U.S.'s chances. Let's just put it that way. Netherlands seems unstoppable right now, and the U.S. very much relies on high-ended talent to even mm, squeeze games out. So, yeah, I'm going to have to lean on lean towards Netherlands on this one. Yeah, I'm going to definitely think it's an up road hill, or an up, uphill battle and a tough road. But I just took like seven words out of that sentence and took them out and just went up road. Uh, I went up road. I went up road. Um, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think it's about a one in three shot. I mean, anything could happen, right? You never know. Uh, yeah. but... Anything could happen. Maybe yeah. half their team gets injured. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knows? I, not me. For sure. Right, that's enough. That's enough soccer talk. Let's talk about another sport where they have a goal, and that's hockey, because everyone likes hockey, don't we, guys? We love hockey. We do. And we're sad that Dipshit didn't join us because I was really looking forward oh, to hearing stop. whatever song she was gonna sing for hockey notes. So we'll just uh, talk do 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 NHL hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We love hockey. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it looks like the Avalanche are getting a little bit more healthy. Uh, we are probably days away from Nichushkin returning to the ice. Landis Cobb nice. a few weeks out still. Uh, Georgie and Frankie playing really well, and then last night happened. Uh, oh, that boy. was embarrassing. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, um, five nothing. It's yeah, that was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Um, and I think it's it's noteworthy that uh, Bednar um, took out the and dusted off the passenger line. Uh, so we just had too many passengers. Um, he doesn't do that very often. He obviously hasn't had to do that very often with this team. But when he dusted <laughs> off, it's fucking meaningful. Um, that mm. was just an awful, terrible game. We listened to it. It just. You could just hear Connor, his soul just being ripped out of him with every shitty play and every time they did something wrong. Um, you know, they had a couple new guys up, Foodie, uh, and I can't pronounce the other guy's name, who came up from the Eagles, but Foodie made his NHL debut, got his first shift, got a penalty, and they scored. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Yeah, when you double the amount of shots taken and to lose 5-0 something went wrong 
because something went terribly had, wrong. They had didn't the the Nuggets or fuck the Nuggets. The Avalanche had forty shots on goal, yeah, <laughs> and didn't get one. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Jets had twenty three and got five. Five. So. <laughs> No, the math on that's not great for no. Georgie. No. <laughs> no, no, no. And in any two game season, you're going to have you know a, a game where the team lays an egg, and that just that was hopefully yeah it. he got rocked. Yeah, it, it just just didn't did the whole team just didn't play well. And then let's give Winnipeg to do. That's a good hockey team. They've got a really good goalie. I don't know if forty shot shutouts is going to be the thing that he can rely on. But um, nope. Good job, Jets. Well, and our, yeah, yeah, got one. Somehow, our, uh, defensively, we didn't really do anything either. Like it was just, I mean, as money as even though they only got twenty three shots, it seemed like our defense just wasn't playing around the net at all. I guess I really don't know how to. It seemed like they forgot that they were supposed to stop the puck from going their direction for a little bit there. Like no one got in front of it. No one got in front of the puck. It just. It was as simple as that. Like, yeah. even the ones that you know, even you know, the guys that usually look really good did not look good. Yeah. You know, overall, bad team malaise for sure. Yeah. So, uh, the nice thing about laying an egg like that is it's only get better. So let's look ahead to the next game, and they're gonna be better, I hope. And Nuggets just beat Houston one twenty to one hundred. There you go. Woo-hoo. Rinse so, and repeat. Go. There you go, Woo. guys. Woohoo! Someone shouting at me. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. No, I know some, someone on Facebook. Oh, I'll look. <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> oh, brother, where? How are you, sir? Good to see you. One of one of my old SIGUP bodies. Wow, I figured when you said brother, brother Matt, yeah, it had to be somebody. Seeing how is I'm the only one you actually have. Well, I have a I have a co brother in law, co brother in law right here, right? And don't forget, I also have nine brothers in law in addition to the one co brother in law. Technically, you have multiple co brothers in law. Well, this is the only one I talk to. Right. (laughs) That that includes the actual brother in law. (laughs) Oh yeah, like ten brothers. I have ten (laughs) brothers in law. That's right. I I forgot about that one. He's easy to forget about. Yeah, there's that. Okay. Uh, normally, we uh, have this part for dipshit to talk about a dipshit of the week. I don't know if anyone scrounged one up or not. I got Mark. one. I got one. Oh, good. Everyone's Thank got one. You. Thank yeah. you. Go first. Thank you. Go first. I've got oh, one. Do we have too. the same one? Maybe. Have the same one. Um, Jalen Kitna. The son of John Kitna and, well, at this yeah. point, former quarterback for the Florida Gators. He uh, he did some online things he probably shouldn't have, and he has been arrested. Oh. Like Chris Hansen style? Yep. Like he, 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 had a, he had the cookies and the iced tea? And oh. some, he had some pictures and assorted oh. materials on his computer oh. that he probably shouldn't have had there. Oh, boy. Oh boy, and he has been. I always thought John was a pervert just because he had that. (laughs) You know, he just he looked like Cro Mag with that fucking weird ass brow thing sticking out in front of his dome. 
I just figured he was in the BDSM because he stayed with the Lions for so long. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, way to go, Jalen Kitna. Enjoy the rest of your life in prison. Yep. That's my dipshit. Mark, Sorry. Mark, I'm guessing you didn't have that guy. No, no. I was uh, going to make reference of the uh, wonderful video that we were made aware of this afternoon uh, with the fight. Oh, God. <laughs> Hockey fights. Yeah. And these two jabronis are going at it. And one of them appears to be a guy, I don't know, probably about your age, Matt. And uh, he's a beardy fella. You can see it when he falls over. He's a beardy mm-hmm. fella. And after they get done putting him together, because he lost that fight pretty badly, he started, like, cheering and, you know, jeering the other guy and talking shit and, like, cracked his head up against the fucking glass and KO'd himself. <laughs> yeah, it was like someone flipped a switch and he just went no bones. <laughs> he was totally no bones. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after you already got smacked. Yeah. You know? He got yeah. his ass kicked. Yeah, and then he was talking like, shit with no yeah, bones. Like, yeah, this is awesome. Wham, night, night. Prime <laughs> <laughs> time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in terms of just how shitty and horrible it is, takes you you win dipshit of the week because I was gonna yeah. go with that guy too. <laughs> uh, Jalen Kitna, you are what a dumb. The, fuck. La, the last thing you're gonna win until you play dominoes in prison is dipshit. What's of the up week. with Florida and all their fucking convicts? <laughs> what? Well, think about Peters. the meme, Tank. Think huh? about the meme. A Florida man. I know, but none of them are actually from Florida. That's the weird part. They all come into the state and just become criminals for some reason. That's because Florida is full of those people. Drug runners, murderers, apparently chomos. They don't know how to goon. (laughs) If you you do the gooning correctly, you don't get caught with the goonery. Or it's just hysterical. Right. Those shenanigans are mean and and dark. And you get caught. You have done Goon Squad incorrectly. Our <laughs> our shenanigans are light and fun. That's right. <laughs> Those shenanigans are not. They are dark and mean. Yeah. <laughs> Evil shenanigans. Yeah. Well, the, the Panther Twins was kind of funny, but. <laughs> All right. Dipshit of the Week Award, Jalen Kitna. You pile of shit. Okay. Final thoughts. Tank, talk about the thing. Hit us with the socials. Anything else you want to got? The floor is yours. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Find me at uh, Knox Nostalgic Collectibles on Facebook. Uh, Tank Knox on Instagram and everything else, mostly. Um, doing sales on any type of... Uh, collectibles that i currently have doing sales on comic books video games consoles all that stuff for all your christmas needs um hopefully the broncos don't suck this weekend we'll see and if they do it's an 11 o'clock mountain standard time game which means if they do you can still enjoy the rest of your day yeah i think i'm only officially downshifted next weekend so yeah. yes yes they did no, they you're on me 
the Chiefs yeah. are the best team in all of the AFC, and they don't even want them in prime time because the Broncos just suck that badly. Which is good for me because I'm going to the game, and it won't be as cold. If it's there you go. Yeah, it's and you won't get game. home at like fucking two o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, no. <laughs> awful, so bad. Okay, thank you, Tank. Good to see you, sir. Mark, you idiot. What do you got? Um, should I do the thing? No, okay. I don't think you're allowed to show that on camera. Right <laughs> yeah, that, that we just talked about a guy who just no, uh, no, that's the other guy's thing. That's not oh. my thing. My thing is no. the places with the things and the stuff. Oh, that, that's oh. yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the thing. Uh, you know what you should do? You should welcome our new country. We have a new country. I sent it to you. Who's our that's, new country? That. I sent it to you. It's in your text box. I just sent oh, it to you. We oh, do have oh, a new country. That up. We have I a new country. How come the NFL kickers suck ass so bad this year? Football was 45 minutes ago. <laughs> it's a final thought, asshole. <laughs> Follow Duchess Bobby at Duchess Bobby on everything. And the nerds that know. We'll be back with that show next week. Yeah, we should Jack mention. He's not a god. We should mention Israel. Really? Thank you for joining us. Wow. Poland, thanks for joining us. Yeah, the motherland. There you go. Egypt, thanks for joining us. Austria, I know it's you, Arnold. Thanks. <laughs> Singapore, thanks for joining us. And Myanmar, thanks for joining us, guys. Oh, nice. Don't forget about Ontario, Canada, Toaster Town, and Gothenburg, where the metal comes from. I think that's an awesome way to do the thing now. Yeah, good world I, I expansion there. Yeah, the, the, the global domination is real. It is real. Uh, <laughs> Goons are everywhere. Correct. Join the goonery. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. Share the podcast. Share uh, the secret about the Cleveland Spiders. The Cleveland Spiders. Just wait till baseball season. We'll be all Cleveland Spiders all the time. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook. My brother is an idiot. Uh, the Twitter is at the idiot goons. Mark's Twitter at Poffle Time, my Twitter at Poffle Uh It's also on Twitch at, is it at the Idiot Goons on Twitch too, Mark? I always forget. Yeah, at the Idiot Goons. At the Idiot Goons on Twitch. And hit me up on TikTok uh, at King Goon Smoke for zany hilarity and barbecue stuff. Uh, we'll not be doing any barbecue this weekend because we'll be in Vegas, but there will be zany hilarity. So have fun. We'll do some things. It'll be a good time. Um, yes. What are you doing? What is this? What are you, what are you doing? rejoicing? Oh, yay. Yes, we are rejoicing. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Mistress, uh, Duchess, Mistress Bobby. Duchess Bobby, the NFL kickers are terrible this year. <laughs> I'm okay with being called Mistress. I was okay. going to say, she might like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, try Mark, try it on later. See what you think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. We've already tried. Okay. Good. Oh, That's wait. another podcast, though. <laughs> Check that out on our OnlyFans. As long as you don't say it like canine from Doctor Who, I think it's all going to work out just fine. <laughs> Affirmative. Affirmative, mistress. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Affirmative. Oh. We have just slid off into the abyss. Uh, for the absent and sleeping Milty rest up, buddy. 
We will catch you tomorrow. MJ, who could not join us, we miss you. For Bobby, Mark, and Tank, my name is Matt. Thank you for joining us on My Brother's an Idiot. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bruh. Bruh.